Welcome back to the third episode of Self-Care with Lauren and Blair. My name is Blair. Hi, I'm Lauren. Excited for episode three. And we thank everyone who has tuned into our first two episodes. Uh, Your feedback is very much appreciated. For our third episode, all things fitness related, how fitness is a form of self-care for us both. And we've received some questions on how exactly we incorporate fitness into our lives. I'm not going to lie, Lauren is much more the fitness guru than I will ever be, but I have some pearls of wisdom as well. So let's get right into it. Okay, Blair, hit me with the first question. All right, so how did you get into fitness in the first place? Oh my, okay, it was like eons ago. I was 18, so half my life ago, um, I got a membership at a community center gym, and I didn't really know what I was doing. I never had a personal trainer or got any sort of help or guidance, but um, I learned by myself. I usually just kind of did the elliptical and some free weights, and it was more of just a hobby back then and not something that I took really seriously. Um, At that point in my life, I didn't really have any major stressors, and I didn't see it as any sort of outlet for mental health or self-care but it was just something that killed time and I just learned from there it's all self-taught how did you start your journey into fitness Blair I was going through a breakup when I first started working out regularly. The endorphin release was very necessary for me and very beneficial. And I got to spend a lot of time with myself and see physical and mental growth. This was about, I want to say, three years ago. I started lifting weights, doing cardio classes, doing TRX classes, full body workouts, and then I trained and completed my first 5K run. Damn girl, 5K is impressive. I don't even think I can do 5K. I almost threw up at the end of it. I had never been more exhausted in my life. And then when I realized that people do like 42K or whatever the actual marathon race is. It's like 20 miles or something. I cry. I don't know how they do it. Crazy. I would never be able. No, no, definitely. My knees can't handle it. I have horrible joints because I'm old and (laughs) weary. Um, But yeah, I can run maybe like three, 4K tops. And even then it takes me half an hour. Yeah, it was a lot of practice. I walked some of it. It was uphill, half of it, so... No, you lost me at hills. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done one since, but that was the beginning of my fitness journey. Okay, question two. What is your workout routine? Okay, so that's a great question. Um... I talked about what I did when I was 18 and how I didn't really know what I was doing and I was just doing some basic cardio and free weights, but fast forward 18 years, well, 19 now that I'm 37, um, and things have evolved significantly. I really only have three hours a week to work out, so I work out an hour every other day or so. Um, My time is obviously very limited between working full-time and raising children and side hustles and sleep and just taking care of myself in general. So I work out three days a week and um, I do spin class every Sunday. Um, It's an hour and it's insane. It's so infectious. The group energy is just really intense and it burns up to 400 to 500 calories per class. I wear a heart rate monitor so I can confirm that based on my size I burn about 450 calories in an hour. Um, It's a combination of seated um, climbs and hills and 
I love it because it's like a spectacle, basically, between lights and EDM beats, and it's just really infectious, and the whole atmosphere is just really amazing and kind of addictive, actually. Um, and then another day a week, I usually do body pump where I lift weights and it's a full body strength training workout and I think strength training is so important especially for women because lifting weights doesn't just build muscle um, but it also is great for your bones and I'm in the early stages of osteoporosis because of the um, medication I had to take when I was um, sick with Crohn's disease so muscle building is really important for me as well as bone building through body pump and lifting weights and then the third workout I do per week varies it is usually running but definitely not 5k and then I just do some free weights or some squats and lunges and um, it's usually just a combination of different activities and exercises to work out kind of a full body I don't focus on specific muscle groups but I'll do some abs and I'll do some legs and it's usually just full body but because my time is so limited I find that I have to definitely maximize it and I use a heart rate monitor to track workouts to ensure that I'm getting the most bang for my buck in the shortest amount of time possible I really like that how you want to get the most done in that short amount of time. I wish I had that common sense, but I don't. It's, you know what it is? I really like low intensity things and I wish I could find time for things like yoga and bar and Pilates and those are workouts that I used to do, but I just feel like I'm not getting enough out of them and that one of my workout days will go to waste if I'm not you know, sweating or not accelerating my heart rate. And it is faulty logic because we do need those um, more low intensity activities for our mental health and also for just our, keeping our body intact. But I just, I can't find time in my week for it right now, unfortunately. Do you? I'm in a weird spot. I work full time. I am still in school also. I'm almost graduated from my undergrad. And I make sure I get a good nine hours of sleep a night. I have to make all my meals at home. It, I obviously don't have the pressures of like, you know, raising kids and like having to teach and all that. But for 22, I'm a little bit busy. So what I do is I do at-home workouts sometimes. So I have an ab routine that I do every other day. And then I have a butt routine that I do every other day. Get those glutes, girl. Yeah like a whole squat ordeal. So I do that just to ensure and just to like tell myself that I'm keeping fit and that I'm doing it regularly and it makes me feel good about myself that, hey, I still am prioritizing this in a way. And then I do a yoga class every week, whether it's restorative, sometimes it ends up being a lot more on the yang side than the yin side. So it's a lot more intense and you have to really dig deep and use certain muscles that we're really not used to using. That's when I do sweat a lot. People are doing like headstands and stuff and I'm like, uh, no. But usually it is super low intensity. It's yin restorative. It is so good for my mind. It's really good for toning muscles in the body. And I just love it. I really love yoga too. There was a time, maybe a year ago, when I was going every Tuesday evening and I couldn't believe how much my muscles were quaking during the whole thing. I could not hold a pose if my life depended on it. Um, what's that thing called when you do downward dog and you go into a flow? When you do the chaturanga? Yes, chaturanga. That is challenging AF. I cannot 
do chaturangas to save my life. It's so hard and so essentially hard. it's like a plank. So it yep. requires a lot of ab strength, which um, I've had two children and I have zero ab strength and I'll be the first to admit that they're the weakest part. My core is awful. And then the other thing is when I do yoga, some of the poses are extremely painful for me. Um, the pigeon pose. <gasps> That's my favorite. I, I can lay there for hours. No, for me, my hip my hip joints or my hip flexors I don't know what you call them but they are really tight and again I attribute that to birth giving birth twice it's awful for me I sit there and I have to modify it it's incredibly intense the pain and not just discomfort actively hurting me so um yeah a lot of the yoga poses are I have to modify them and I just I can't believe how sore I am the next day after I take a yoga class yeah it really blows my mind to think that even though it's low intensity and I'm not sweating and I'm probably not burning a lot of calories, I know my muscles are getting a full body conditioning workout. And I wish I had time to go every week because I 100% would. I really, really enjoy yoga. What I also like about yoga is that it is kind of a healing form of fitness because you're not used to those muscles. When you do the deep stretches, it softens your muscle tissue. So as you're working out you're also healing your body if you're doing it in the right way and you're not straining yourself so I think it's like a win-win all around I was just thinking about a funny story when I went to yoga once it was sometime last year after a particularly stressful day at work um that thing at the end the last five minutes I don't even know how you say it savasana Shavasana. thank you um I like broke down in tears <laughs> because it was just so it was so cathartic and it was such a purging and a release of all this negativity and I think my instructor was I mean I'm sure it's not the first time she had seen someone cry during it but it was just such a release for me and I'm not a crier ever like I barely ever cry so for me it was kind of a shocker I left feeling a little bit taken aback at my own how in touch I was with my own emotions all this talk about it is making me want to go back well next podcast we are doing it's all about meditation so we will definitely be breaking that down a bit more and I'm very excited now and I think we should go to a yoga class together I think we should and report on it wow investigative reporting 100 percent okay question number three is how has your workout routine evolved i don't think that my workouts have evolved so much so as my perceptions of exercise have so i used to exercise to be thin and um that's not the case now the reason i do high intensity physical activity is for my mental health and the endorphins um i really believe that my physical benefits are really just a bonus so i don't really look at how my body correlates to the exercise I'm doing physically I think more about my mental state and my stability as the benefit to it I think also my workouts have evolved in the way that I'm not afraid to lift heavier weights now I think there's a misconception that if you lift heavy as a girl you're going to bulk and that is a myth absolutely um I am not afraid to add you know a kilogram or two to my barbell at body pump and push myself to lift heavier because from the results I've seen I'm not bulking I'm actually probably leaner now than I ever was but I'm strong 
longer and I really like the way that looks and feels. Um, other things that have evolved in my workouts, I tend to stretch a lot more now. My muscles are always tighter and perpetually sore so I make sure that at the end of my workouts I stretch and I hold everything for at least 30 seconds. Sometimes it can be you know a little bit uncomfortable but I have to just continue to hold the stretch because my muscles do tend to seize up very quickly. Um, I also try to foam roll from time to time for muscle release but it's really painful for me and I usually can't get through it to be honest but I do own a foam roller and I, I want to use it more I really do um, some other ways that my perception of exercise has shifted or evolved I fuel my workouts differently now as well um, I used to go exercise on an empty stomach you know disordered eating habits now I know that I need to eat beforehand to be able to fuel my workouts um, you know I'll have a banana beforehand or half a protein bar just something to give me a little bit of sustenance and energy because without it I'm just not maximizing my workouts or efficiency and then the last way is exercise used to be social for me to some degree I would meet friends at a class or in the gym I would socialize now because my time is so limited and I don't like saying this because it makes me sound antisocial and unfriendly but I wear gym blinders I'm in and out in an hour I don't make eye contact with people I have my earbuds in and I'm just in the zone and um, I would like to spend time being social, but I can't. Um, I have a friend, her son and my son go to daycare together and she belongs to my gym and I, just, I see her every Tuesday and we say hello and we, we, small, we make small chat for a couple minutes, but then the earbuds go in and, and I'm just in the zone and, and I, as much as I would like to spend some time catching up with her, I just can't. So I wouldn't say that my workouts have evolved, but I would say that the way I engage in exercise now has shifted. Like I said, my workout originally started with super high intensity workouts and it has shifted to super low intensity workouts. The reason for that is 100% my mental health. I'm not sure when that switch happened, but essentially at the beginning, when I was doing my high intensity workouts, I wanted a distraction from all the thoughts of inadequacy in my brain. And it felt really good to complete a really intense fitness routine and to sweat and to like fully see what was happening to my body and it felt really good but then as the years went by I became really overwhelmed with anxious and depressive thoughts and I wasn't sure where that was coming from because there was no event in my life that was causing me to feel this way so self-care became super important and when I thought of fitness as self-care I decided to go to a yoga class my friend had brought me to one and I fell in love with it and like Lauren said it is a very cathartic feeling especially when you complete a yoga class if you haven't gone for a while or if you just really needed that emotional release that's exactly what it does and that's really just showed me look I'm taking the time I'm caring for myself I'm getting a bit of a workout from it too and that just kind of wraps it all up in a nice little bow for me. So that's where I'm at currently. I like things in bows. Anytime I feel like there's something, like there's closure, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Like completing something in its entirety. 
Blair, question for you. Yes. Have you ever been to a bar class? I've heard of it only from you, and I don't know what it is. It's essentially a ballet-based workout, and there's a bar against the wall, but it's like B-A-R, and then bar is spelled B-A-R-R-E. Right. Yeah, and it's like squats and plies and like a ballerina-type um, workout. Wow. Yeah, so it's, it's quite low intensity in the sense that I don't think my heart rate escalates in it or I don't really break a sweat right no I break a sweat but I don't think that I burn a ton of calories in it I once wore a heart rate monitor and I think I burned like 200 calories in it which is not a ton but it is a really amazing workout and I established really good momentum with it this summer um but unfortunately there isn't one that I can I can attend during weeknights now um time-wise because there's not a lot of classes offered um at my gym but it's really great for small muscle groups and your core and I noticed quite a big difference in my ab strength just taking the class a few times this summer. I really enjoyed it and I really think you might enjoy it. I think when we go to yoga, we need to go to a bar class. We should just make a whole series of traveling to various gyms throughout the city and trying wow. them out. It'll be like a diners, drive-ins, and dives type show. We're gonna try it. Down. Next question. Next question is, if you deviate from your fitness routine, why and what would replace it? I know people say that at-home workouts may not be as effective, but I've invested in a yoga mat that I have at home, some weights, and I have like this little space that I've curated so that when I do want to work out, but for some reason the timing is off or sometimes I physically just like am so drained or angry or exhausted or whatever it may be that other people may experience too. And I don't want to go all the way to the gym. I ultimately don't lose my stride. Yeah, I really commend you on that because I could never do a home workout. For me personally, I need the energy of a group exercise class and being in a public place and like physically moving myself to get to there. Otherwise, I don't I don't see I I don't see myself having any incentive but I do have respect for people who can do it and I do think it is a legitimate form of exercise so kudos to you for creating a space for yourself where you can do at-home workouts I don't tend to deviate much what I do is if my body feels tired I just don't work out smart yeah there are days where my you know I haven't slept well or I've just been so physically and mentally drained from either caring for children sick children in particular this time of year or um, you know a really hard day at work and my body just physically is telling me don't go because you will injure yourself my knees have been hurting lately and sometimes I've just been modifying and not doing certain exercises um, not running not doing lunges not doing squats um, there is a limitation to what I can do so when I deviate mostly I just take a rest day well you're on to something because sleep is a very important aspect of maintaining fitness yeah, sleep and rest and massage. I get deep tissue massages once a month to help with my muscles and they make a world of difference in my ability to come back stronger, harder and more just like ready to be physically active. But yeah, sleep is huge. Um, I guess sleep in itself is probably the number one form of self-care. Are you a good sleeper? I have, ugh, sometimes. I, it takes me like an hour to fall asleep. I have a really solid routine going, so maybe I'll just share that because it might help somebody to sleep a little bit better and maybe make it to their workout the next day. Um, 
In terms of my bedtime routine, I go to bed at the same time every night, and that is 9 p.m., and you can all mock me, but I've made peace with it. I take something called Rescue Remedy spray. Oh, oh. I was very well acquainted with Rescue Remedy when I was a child and going through my sleep disorders. Dr. Bach or something? He's kind of a legend. Yeah, his spray works for me. It tastes awful, like poison and flowers. It's like poison and flowers mixed together, but it works. It helps me fall asleep faster, and I'm convinced that if I wake during the night and I spray it again, I fall back asleep really quickly. Um, And then I also, and we'll talk about it in episode four, obviously, but I meditate before bed. I know a lot of people meditate throughout the day to be more centered and composed, but I wait till bedtime and probably that's not the right time, but that's the time that works for me. So yeah, I'm glad that we touched on sleep because I feel like it's huge in terms of self-care and I would not be the mom, the teacher, teacher, the workout enthusiast that I am if I were sleep deprived. There's a podcast. I cannot remember if it was Joe Rogan or not. My boyfriend told me about it and it's all about the importance of sleep. And I haven't listened to it yet. I've been meaning to, but apparently it's like eye-opening for the people who listen to it. And there's so many people now who will only get four hours of sleep, especially young people in the business world. They're like, oh, I can go on four hours of sleep, whatever. No, 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 no. You cannot. No. You will die. Without that eight or nine hours, I am just not a, a civilized human being and I'm just not productive. Well, this brings us into our last question that we have, which is how do you maintain your fitness routine and I think everything comes back to just taking care of your body caring for yourself outside of your workout is just as important as caring for yourself during your workout I am just incredibly intrinsically motivated um I always say to myself because truly you know putting on the workout clothes and getting there is the hardest part but I always say to myself before I go you will never regret a workout I remind myself that just getting there is truly the hardest part and I will feel so good once I'm there so it's just about making choices and knowing that if you can't sustain your workouts for a period of time because of illness because of injury because of sheer exhaustion it's okay Alrighty, so that is the end of our fitness podcast thank you so much for tuning in again and listening We hope you enjoyed and perhaps found some motivation within to do something for yourself, even if it's small. If you have any questions, as always, our DMs are open. I would suggest going to Lauren with the high-intensity workout questions, but uh, that's just my two cents. Yeah, hit me up at the Athleisure Teacher. Um, I'm always happy to engage with people and have conversations I'm not an expert by any means in any of these fields kind of just do everything okay-ish but I am happy to you know give advice or just chat or um, lend a helping ear and I don't have a quirky cool cute username but my username is Blair Rothstein it's just my name B-L-A-I-R-R-O-T-S-T-E-I-N that's my Instagram I want friends, so you can message me too. I mean, she has a very pretty account, so you should add her regardless. Nice curated pictures, you know. Agreed. This was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Let's do it again next time when we discuss all things meditation.